Welcome to the 105 Way Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia. And your co-host, JL. And on this episode, we have the wonderful author, Damien. Damien, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Thank you for being on the show. Um, you, you are now me. our uh, second non-105 author. And so we we love that we're now doing this because we're meeting new people and listening to your stories and and uh, reaching out to your audience and you're reaching out to ours. And so uh, we're going to keep doing this where we meet people like yourself, introduce people like yourself with a great story. Um, so I just want to really thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. So tell our listeners more about yourself and where you're from. Well, my name is Damien Ellison. I was originally born in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I moved to Atlanta, Georgia when I was 14. I went to undergrad at Atlanta uh, Christian College and majored in um, worship and music ministry with a minor in biblical studies. From there, I went on to have a master's in worship studies leadership and then a second master's in music and worship. Uh, Simultaneously with those three degrees, I was also leading worship at my church. Um, So I was at that church from 2003 through 2017. Then I went to a couple more churches um, leading worship. Um, And then in 2015, I released some original music, one song called Desperate. I released two more songs, Crazy in December 2017 and Seek the Face of God in May 2018. Um, I'm married. I've been married for about two years. I have a one-year-old and a four-week-old. I have a new book out called Rain, My Story and How to Live Victoriously Over Sexual Immorality. Perfect. Yeah, you know, and, and it's crazy, too, because um, when we were reading your um what your book was about on Amazon. We were like, whoa, like this is, I love topics like these because it's brave to write about mm-hmm. it, right? You have to mm-hmm. have a certain personality to mm-hmm. to have topics like this. And so, first of all, you told us the title, but how did the idea of putting it into a book come to mind? So I was in New York um, visiting my family. And we were at uh, Coney Island, and I saw, I talk a little bit about this in the beginning of the book. Um, me and my brothers, we walked out of the subway station, and I saw a bunch of people. And I was like, Lord, like, it would be kind of cool if I did like a worship concert in the middle of the city. What would, it, what would it be like if all these people were saved? And I feel like finding a believer, or, or in my case, a virgin, was like finding a needle in a haystack. So that needle in a haystack was what kind of triggered um, the, the chapter ideas and the kind of, um, material that I wanted to write. It started out as one type of book talking about purpose and I kind of evolved into my story and my struggles and my trauma and my, uh, yeah, my my story. (laughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. And I know, um, after reading the description of the book, um, it seemed like there were some struggles when, you know, writing the book because it is your story. What are or what were some of the struggles you had when putting your experiences, your story into book form? Well, struggle number one is like, I don't want everyone to know my business. Like, for example, 
no one knew a lot of the deep struggles that I had. When you when you begin reading, you'd be like, whoa. And then they didn't know some of the childhood stuff that came about um, where the struggles came from. So putting that all out there for people that I knew and, and my family members and people that I don't know to read into, you know, I got a couple, like a phone call from one of my, one of the, a young person that I mentor. He's like, yo, I'm sorry you went through that. A couple other people were the same thing. So they didn't really know, you know, even my old pastor was like, yo, I didn't know I had that stuff that, you know, that went on in the book that you went through. I'm like, yeah, I kept silent about it till now. Um, so it's just like letting, being vulnerable, you know, and kind of like ripping the bandaid off and saying, hey, this is what I've dealt with, or this is what I survived, or this is what I had to endure to get to this point. That's hard because a lot of us are, may not be, uh, a lot of us might not want to expose those deep struggles. A lot of us, a lot of us may not want to let people in on those deep secrets or what we might view as secrets. And then you could unlock some things within your family by just talking about it, you know, because um, a lot of people don't talk about abuse. You know, a lot of people don't talk about um, struggles with same-sex attraction and how to overcome it. You know, some people might give in to it or some people might say, yo, this is my truth. Now that's not what I believe, but some people may kind of attach to that, you know, but it's, it's difficult to kind of let that out, let that out. But I think it was necessary to let it out so the conversation can be had because in the Christian community, I think sometimes a lot of these type of topics are uh, swept under the rug and not thoroughly discussed. You know, so we have a lot of people that might be silent about rape or about molestation or about homosexuality. Um, but if you talk about it, some people might get healed. You know what I'm saying? If you confess those things or let those things out and open, you might, um, kind of diminish the enemy's uh, influence or Satan's influence um, on people. So um, I'm happy you brought that up because we've had conversations with authors before and just kind of want to get your take on this. When someone is writing a story personal like this and they are in that moment of, I want to write about it, but as I write about it, I'm reliving these terrible moments. I'm reliving this divorce. I'm reliving this, um, uh, all these, these negative things that happened to me in my childhood that I'm now trying to put into book form. And I just can't yeah. seem to get by it. I'm not sure if I'm going to finish this book. What is your message to that individual? You know, when I was writing, it was so free. It was so exhilarating. When I journal, it tends to be very therapeutic. And when I was in grad school, I was, I was, I dreaded writing essays. Never, th never thought I would write a book, but it was freeing to me, and it was exhilarating. Um, and so, and so, I wasn't necessarily thinking about, oh, the subject matter. I just wrote it out, and it was, and I had to sit in the emotions of reliving it, you know. Um, and I just, I just wrote it, and it's, and it is brave, but I, I wrote it. I just had to, I just had to push through it, push through the emotions, um, see counseling if you, if you need to do that. Um, talk it out with some trusted individuals, um, you know, that you might look up to to try to walk your way through it. I think therapy might help um, or whatever your mode of um, releasing some things, you know, whether that's dancing it out or praying it out or screaming it out or exercising, you know, punching a bag, you know, just getting frustrated, you know, whatever that uh, fun thing is to kind of get your mind off of, but kind of just processing your way through it. 
lately I've been just breathing through emotions that are difficult to get through just to kind of help me calm down and then kind of filter through what I'm feeling in the moment. Um, but sometimes you just have to uh, pull your uh, your bootstraps up and just get the writing because people want to hear your story if you don't write it, you know, so. I really like that. Um, I think just from my personal experience and my uh my personal advice is to someone who is looking to tell their story you know what's your purpose that's the main thing is it to tell the story mm -hmm. is it to mm -hmm. get it out so you mm -hmm. can raise awareness or whatever it may mm -hmm. be in order to do that you have to start somewhere so right, right, right. Mm -hmm. i mean so yeah first things first is the purpose why you're writing it you know, it's not to, for me to get famous or get exposure. It was to have a conversation. It was to help kind of facilitate a healing process. It was to kind of expose some things that Christian men like, like myself or black men like myself might not talk about, number one. Number two, whenever I would get inspired, I would start writing down chapter ideas in my notes app on my phone. And I would just write, I might not go to the computer and write it out as a full chapter, but I would just write down those snippets as the years progress. Because I think I started the writing process either the end of 2015 or 2016 on through like maybe even as late as last year early last year or the year, the year right before that um, God thought I was done writing in 2018 and then I continued to write my last chapter after I got married and put that that marriage process in there too um, but yeah so I would just write out different points as as I got inspired and then I finally once I felt like I had enough substance I finally just sat down and wrote it out on the computer um, but when you get inspired, start writing, because a lot of times you might lose that point um, as, as it comes, you know, so the inspiration might come from anywhere or from anyone. You just have to immediately write it down or record it or in some fashion or form. So it's so it's recorded in some way and then you can go back and um, hash it out. And uh, the one part I really like that, that you brought up, I'm, I'm normally a watch person. Um, but I have not bought any watches because my Apple watch has that, has that, uh, that breathe feature where you can breathe for either wow. one minute, like, like, I think it's up to five minutes. And mm. so, um, and, you know, I remember one time actually where it, it detected like, Hey, your heart's kind of racing a little, um, abnormally. Are you all right? Like, and it's funny cause I use this exactly how you were saying, like how you have to breathe sometime, relax. Mm -hmm. um, so it made me think about that, how I actually utilize the, my watch as my, mm -hmm. okay, take a breather. Yes, last right. week was amazing. This is just one terrible day that you're having. Right, right, It'll, right. it'll get better. So I'm happy yeah, you brought that yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, and going back to like those difficult parts of someone's story, sometimes it's difficult to process too, but if you kind of just be still, turn off the social media, turn off the phone, turn off the TV, um, go, go for a walk. You know, going on vacation inspires me to write songs. Going out for a walk helps me process some negative things that I might be dealing with. That helps to just kind of clear my mind, you know, get some vitamin D on my skin, look at the trees, hear some kids laughing, you know, you know, whatever the case is, just to kind of, that different scenery can help. You know, a clean room can help. A painted wall can help. You know, some nice funky colored socks that help your mood. 
you know, just different little things like that that give you permission to be you, you know, and don't don't be afraid to be you in book form, you know, or be you in song form or be you in dance form or on camera. You know, it's okay to 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 do you because everyone else is trying to compare. Oh, well, I saw such and such on Instagram and I saw this person on Facebook. And I'm like, they're not you, you know. And if and if and if it was if what they had was given to you, you might not be able to handle it. But you can handle your story. You know, you can't handle someone else's story because you'll know what it took what what it took them through to, you know, to get to this point. Does that make sense? So. Yeah, I like that. And that's that's a quote that I say all the time. God isn't going to give you something that you cannot handle. That's um, right. And then going back to your purpose of why you want to get your book out there, that will help fuel your, if, if you're writing a book, that'll help you feel that. Um, mm-hmm. But going back to your book, um, have you, since it's been out, have you come across someone who's either given you a review or just come to you personally that has said, Hey, you've really opened some doors for me, or you have really impacted me on your story. Tell us a little bit more about that. Um, yeah. So I had someone call me while they're on vacation, you know, crying, saying that they threw away their sex toy uh, after reading one chapter of my book. And I was like, yo, someone's making like a whole lifestyle change because of what I wrote. Like that's big, you know. So not only is um, the why important, but the who is important. You know, saying so your target audience, you know, and it reached my target audience. It was a young person, you know. It was a it was a young uh, female, you know. Saying, and I was like, wow. So that lets me know if it's just one person, then I feel like I've done my job. And of course, if it reaches multiple people, then fantastic. But one person is enough for me. And that's wonderful, too, because you'll see the posts sometime where people will say, has anyone gotten rich off of, you know, writing their book or and in my personal opinion, you could tell me if you agree or disagree. But if, if your purpose is just to write a book because you've seen another author get wealthy off of it, I highly doubt that's going to be a good book. <laughs> if you're just going to come come off with the I read 50 shades of gray so now I'm going to write my own 50 shades of gray and this has got to hit the theaters you're just not talk, talk about the importance of and you just said it talk about the importance of not only coming up with the concept but then thinking about who's going to read this well i looked at my own life and i look at my life now and what I needed help with, there was no one there to help. And then I turn around and I'm the help for me in younger form in someone else. So if I decide, just like you said, to write another story that's already been written, it's not going to be read because someone else already did it better. But your story is unique to you. You know, you get dreams that no one else gets. You know, you get inspired, you know, and no one else gets inspired in that way. You know, so it's like being you is important and listening to like your heart and your own creativity is a must when it comes to you writing. I love that. Yeah. This, I, hey, I, I can't even add any more. That's, that's, that's <laughs> perfect. Yes. But I mean, you are, you are a prime example of, of uh, your next book should be on how to write a book that matters is, is what it should be. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I, I mean, because the thing I was watching a sermon by a pretty well-known pastor now, and he was saying that God, no one else spoke to Moses in a burning bush, but Moses, you know what I'm saying? So 
the way God speaks to you is unique to you. There's no one else on the face of the planet that appeared the, uh, Moses in that way but Moses. You know what I'm saying? So appreciate that. A lot of us, I was, um, oh God, who was I looking at today? Someone, oh, I was listening to a podcast and the uh, ex-pastor was talking about how he hated himself. And it's, and because of years of bullying and things like that to the point where it was linked to performance. And even when he, and even when he preached and he preaching across the world, preaching sermons and writing uh, like 14 books and wife and kids, and he still hated himself. So it's like, you have to be able to push aside what the enemy or what the, what those voices in your head, those negative thoughts say about you. Family members might say, you're not gonna make it. Friends might cast you aside. Spiritual leaders might be like, oh no, you ain't gonna be nothing. But at the end of the day, what is God saying to you when you wake up in the morning? You know what I'm saying? Why? What am I going to do today that's going to help somebody else? You know what I'm saying? So hating yourself ain't the answer. You know what I'm saying? If you find that, oh, that dimple in your cheek is like fly, floss that dimple. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if you had a kid and you have some rolls, that's okay. But look what came out of it, a beautiful child. You know what I'm saying? Um, I could easily say that the abuse I experienced was a scar. But in actuality, it helped me write this book that's gonna help a bunch of people. You know what I'm saying? So it hurt and I wanna know why, but my why is in the book, that's the why. You know what I'm saying? And my kids don't have to go through that. Lord knows if somebody, you know, we've had a conversation, but it, you know. So yeah, man, like your, your story and who you are and your body and your flaws and all of that, it's unique to you. Even your mistakes, sometimes you're like, dang, why I do that? And it's like, you learn from your mistakes, those lessons learned. You know what I'm saying? But you persevere and you endure, you know, and do what you know is right and it'll all be good in the end. You know, a lot, the Bible talks about how all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So all those negative things and positive things, they all lead to a common goal, a common purpose that's bigger than yourself. Wow. Well, we haven't read your book yet, but I am going on Amazon after this podcast and I am going to purchase your book because it's, it sounds powerful. And I hope our, our listeners find it powerful and um, tell our listeners the name of your book again, where they can find it, where they can follow your journey. Uh, my book is called Rain, My Story and How to Live Victoriously Over Sexual Immorality by Damien Ellison. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, uh, Apple iBooks, as well as BookLogics, that's B-O-O-K-L-O-G-I-X. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok um, at, at Damien Ellison on TikTok. On TikTok, you can follow me at Art of Dame. All right, perfect, Damien. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, this won't be the last time we, we talk. So I, I thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. This has been the 105 Way Podcast. Tune in every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you.